A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Telling a woman that she can't be an elder is a nonsense rule. If they claim to be in the body, we let them have it. Donald Trump is going to win in 2020 by an absolute landslide. Heretics Christianizing the American dream. I said that you, um, that, that many LDS folks and I uh, love the same Jesus. Uh, I still believe that. Sawing is a blessing from God to make you rich. Beating Jesus like a lottery ticket. The Lord spoke to my heart. Then very few times I've ever heard God be disarticulate with me. And I'm telling you word for word, these words came into my heart. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Master's Dog, episode 116. I'm your host, Norm, The Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. So The Master's Dog podcast is the podcast where I deal with false gospels, false doctrines, false Christ, false gods, uh, false preachers, false teachers, you name it. If it's false and it attacks the word of God, then I like uh, the quote at the beginning of the introduction from John Calvin, I bark. When God's word is attacked, like a dog defending his master, I bark. When the truth of God's word is attacked by people who, one, claim to be Christians, and two, don't claim to be Christians, just uh, claim to uh, know something that is obvious that God's word does not say. So that's the whole premise behind the Master's Dog podcast for those of you who are new. Um, and I appreciate those who have been subscribers for a while. It's because of you subscribing, liking, sharing, and all that, that the uh, number of subscribers to this channel is going up uh, and uh, continues to go kind of up and down a little bit. We hit 200 for a minute, then drop back down to 199. So I'm still looking for that concrete 200th subscribers so if you could uh if you haven't already hit the subscribe button hit the like button share the video if you find it helpful if you find it useful um for those who can so others can find it who might find it useful as well so today we are dealing with uh somebody i've already done a false teacher of the week about this guy brandon robinson robertson and I've responded to a couple of his videos in the past. And it just seems like every so often when they pop up, um, there's something just so absolutely ridiculous that he says that I, I just, I can't not respond to it. Um, you know, there's that point where you try to just ignore the guy and he just keeps coming out of the woodwork and saying ridiculous things. And the problem is he's got a, a fairly good following, so uh, he's influencing people with the stupid things that he says. So we could, you know, I already do, which I have uh, after I do record today's episode of Reformed Dads with Dusty Marshall here in about half an hour. Then I will be doing a live uh, stupid things that Jory Micah says, and then I'm going to bed. So, um... Yeah, so uh, I could do, there's a whole lot of people out there. It just seems like the last few days, there's been a whole lot more of stupid thing that, things that false teachers say. Maybe maybe I could just rebrand that podcast as that. Um, but no, 
Stupid things Jerry Micah says is far too much fun. I've got a mustache hair that's tickling my nose. I'm sorry for those of you watching um, and for those of you listening. You had no idea. Um, okay, so we're going to jump into this video. This is a TikTok video uh, that Brandon Robertson made. I thought TikTok was supposed to be like just super short videos, right? Like it was. Didn't they start? They were just like 15 seconds. That was it, though. 15 or 30 seconds. Now they're letting you do like three-minute videos and stuff. And it's just like, okay. You, you knew it was going to go that way. It was – that's – just the way they do. So here we go. We're going to jump into this video and get to it so we can keep this episode to a minimum. Um, this is Brandon Robertson saying ridiculous stuff. Here's the thing. I have repented. I've repented. Okay. Right off the bat. Um, it's just obvious that the dude doesn't understand what repentance is according to the Bible, according to the word. But then again, he's going to get into it and we'll, we'll figure out why he doesn't pay attention to what the word says about these things. Instead of the false gospel I used to preach that said that a majority of people were going to burn in hell because they didn't believe the right theology, which just so happened to be the theology that I believe. Okay. One. No one believe no Christian believes that people are going to burn in hell because they don't believe the right theology. That's not what the word says. It says we'll we'll go to John three, John three sixteen, three seventeen, three eighteen. So I guess I should probably just actually get a Bible out and read it. Um, I had a Bible sitting here just the other day. Oh, here we go. I have a ton of Bibles sitting here. But let's look at what John says. We'll, we'll go to the most famous uh, verse of Scripture. And we'll just break it down. So this is, um, I believe this is from the, the Christian Standard Bible, CSB. So, just so you know what version I'm reading from. Uh, do, do, do. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he, oh, well, okay, this is not the version I'm used to reading. Um, for God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son that who, anyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Anyone who believes in him is not condemned, but anyone who does not believe is already condemned because he has not believed in the name of the one and only son of God. Okay, so. It's not because people don't believe the right theology that they're going to burn in hell. People are going to hell. God is sending people to hell because of sin. Because of the sin that they have committed, that is what it's because he is a righteous and just judge. And for those who don't believe in Christ, they are condemned already. The word throughout the word when it talks about the sin that is committed, the fallen state of man, Man is condemned because of their sin, not because of the theology that they believe. That's not it. And it just happens to be the theology that I believe. No, it's what the Bible teaches, Brandon. It's, it is what the Bible teaches. It's not just the theology. And what that theology is, is that if you repent, that you keep talking about but obviously don't understand, I mean, the word literally is metanoia, to change the way you think. 
Obviously, you have changed the way you think in some way, but not for the better, not towards the word of God. So metanoia, to change the way you think, to stop proclaiming man's own righteousness, because that's what the Bible says we will do, to recognize our sinfulness and our need for a savior. Because you you live in this, this world of, with this false Christ that never needed to die. Because you just think anybody can do anything they want to do, and there's no consequence for any of it. You don't have a, a, a concept of justice. You have none. No concept of what justice is whatsoever. Let's continue. I've repented of the certainty and the arrogance that I once had when I believed that I knew all of the answers to all of life's big questions. Okay. Here, here. This is one of those things that just frustrates me. To say that we know, the word of God gives me the confidence that I have. It's not my arrogance. My, if I were arrogant, I would be doing exactly what you're doing and proclaiming that, that this word that is, has been proven true and reliable and inerrant and, and good for what you know, Timothy says, for rebuke, for correction, and so on, has been proven right year, for thousands of years, yet now because of your feelings... And because you want to indulge in your sin and refuse to follow what Jesus said to deny yourself, take up your cross. Your, your, your new theology is instead of deny yourself and follow Christ, it is indulge yourself or to uh, indulge your flesh and, and do whatever the heck you want, essentially. So to, to, to know what we know because the Bible tells us is not arrogance. It's trust. It's faith. And they just happen to come from my version of conservative evangelical Christianity. No, again, Brandon, it comes from the Bible. Not your particular brand of evangelical theology. There's, uh, there are a lot of brands of evangelical Christianity and theology that believe a lot of different things, but we have those core issues that we agree upon. And so we can we can still walk in fellowship. It's you and, and, and people like you who have just completely thrown out the word of God so you can do whatever the heck you want. I've repented of a faith that was more focused on protecting my own privilege and power than serving the least of these, serving the poor, serving the marginalized. Okay. And again, when we look at the word and you look at people who have been truly saved, being saved causes them to reach out to the marginalized and to the world and so on with with charity and with love and with calls to repentance. Yeah, I mean, and, and here's where the, the differentiation comes because you refuse to accept the fact that calling to repentance is loving. But if I truly, uh, to quote Penn Jillette, the the famous atheist magician, who talked about it in his video that went viral about a guy who gave him a Bible and he was appreciative because how much do you have to hate somebody if you believe that the word of God is saying that their sin is sending them to hell and you do nothing about it and never say anything about it and say, oh, I'll just go on and do what it is, whatever it is you want to do because we don't want to offend you. How much do I have to hate you, Brandon, to not call you to repentance? Because I do believe you are on a path that is leading to hell. 
And it's why I call people like you and Vicki Beeching and Jory Micah and all these other people. I call you to repentance because not because I hate you. It's because I love you and because I have been saved. And because of that, because of what Christ did on my behalf, I want to reach out to others so they can be saved as well. I've repented of a faith that elevates the Bible to the position of God and worships the Bible as an idol. Okay, that's just absolutely ridiculous. And you know that's not true. You know, I mean, nobody elevates the Bible to the position of God. The reality is we know what we know about God because of the Bible. We need the Bible to know what we know about God. We don't elevate it to the position of God. We don't worship this book. Nobody does. That is a lie, and you know it. I've repented of the false gospel that made Jesus an object of worship instead of being a rabbi to follow and teach us. So why did Jesus not tell Thomas not to worship him? When Thomas fell down and worshipped him. You, what you have done is you, have, you haven't repented of anything. You've turned away from what is true. And again, because of this, the, all of these statements that you're making, you've, you uphold the, the, the statement that most Reformed people would make. You were never saved to begin with. You had never initially repented and changed the way you thought. You just, you, you made a claim of some sort, and now you've turned away from it. You have exchanged the truth for a lie. You have become what Paul talks about in Romans. You have become someone who has exchanged the truth for a lie. Jesus is someone worthy to be worshipped because he's God incarnate. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the world be, Word became flesh and dwelt among us. He is a, a, a God-man worthy to be praised and worthy to be worshipped. He is the Savior of the world who died for the pe- to pay the penalty for your sin, Brandon. And, and that makes him worthy to be worshipped. Not just a rabbi to be followed. And I repented of a faith that insisted on intellectual dishonesty, that made me deny science and reason and history and experience in order to affirm the words of an ancient book. I... An ancient book. So again, now, now we come to the realization of why you are where you are. And why you, we, we can rightfully call you a heretic. We can rightfully call you a false teacher. We can rightfully call you a wolf. Because you, you, you're proclaiming the fact that you never... The Bible doesn't contradict science. Nowhere does the Bible contradict science. You just interpret. You, you just are willing to... Un, with without question, follow after the things that men like Darwin and others have said, rather than believe the things that the Bible says. There's no evidence. Show me your favorite bit of evidence for, for billions of years in evolution, Brandon. I'll wait. But I have the word, and it has been proven right over and over and over and over and over again. And it doesn't contradict science. In fact, you, there, there are many credible scientists, men like Ken Ham and Jason Lyle and, and all the people over at Answers in Genesis, Dr. Michael Behe and men like that who can take their science and look at the data and, and 
agree with the Bible in that. It's it's true. You can't. And so the Bible doesn't it it's yeah. So no, you haven't repented. Well, yeah, I guess you have. I mean, based on the just the the core definition of the word that you have turned away from what you had once believed, you changed the way you thought or claimed to have thought or something. But you've turned and, and you, you, you've decided again. You, you're, you're literally in what you're doing, you're calling Jesus a liar. In so many of these claims of what you've repented from, you're calling Jesus a liar. Because Jesus is, is the one who, who tells us that, that those who don't believe are condemned already. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's the, the, it's the inspired word of God. So you're, you're literally calling Christ a liar. Jesus, when he, he made the claim that I am with the Pharisees, when they said, you're not even 50 years old. He says, I tell you the truth before Abraham was, I am. He made that claim that he is worthy to be worshiped, but you're calling him a liar. And it, and it just confirms the fact that you are a false, a false prophet, a false teacher, a false something, and you're leading people to hell. You're literally leading people to hell. And here's the deal. You are going and you're trying to convince them that they're Christian in the process. So here's another thing that Jesus said. He said, many will come to me on that day and they will say, Lord, Lord, did we not do these things in your name? And I'll say to them, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. And here's something. Here's a, a stern warning that I'm going to give you, Brandon. A very stern warning. Of all the people you are leading astray, leading to hell by teaching them that they can be Christian and still indulge their flesh flesh and live in their sin instead of denying themselves and taking up their cross. Instead of becoming a new, create, a new creature in Christ where they can escape the condemnation, you are teaching them to continue to walk in the way of their sin, to, to make them help hap, themselves happy or whatever. And I'm telling you this, I am firmly confident of this. And again, this is, someone can come to me and go, that's not in scripture. And I, can, and, and, and I would agree, but I am firmly confident of this. Every person that you are leading astray, every person that you are deceiving with your lies, you are going to have to stand and listen while Jesus says to every single one of them, Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. Before you hear him say those words to you yourself. And I'm leaving you with that stern warning, Brandon. I'm leaving you with that very stern warning. And with the hopes that you will repent. And put your faith in the true Christ. The Christ that is worthy to be worshipped. The Christ that is God incarnate. Not just a rabbi to be followed, but God in the flesh who came and lived a perfect life of active obedience and went to the cross to pay the penalty for your sin, which you day after day after day, trying to claim his name, throw up in his face as if you never needed his sacrifice. 
the Christ that you follow, the false Christ that you follow, never needed to die because you don't believe there's any penalty for sin. And that's a dangerous place to be in, Brandon. So I call you to repent. Again. All right, guys, there you go. Other than that, I don't have any strong feelings about it. There's your master's dog episode for, uh, you know, just random thing because it came up on my, my timeline. So I had to, I had to get it. So there it is. Hopefully you found this helpful. Uh, feel free to leave comments in the uh, comment section. You can hit me up on the master's dog or the evangelical norm over on Twitter, Norm Dunham on Facebook. I'm actually dropping my gab page because it's pointless. And, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm around. I'm actually, I'm actually on TikTok, which I'm almost afraid to to admit, but I'm over there. You can follow me if you want. I do I do six degrees to Kevin Bacon, and that's it. So um, those are all the places you can follow me. Again, I hope you have found this helpful, um, or at least somehow entertaining. Um, as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words because they're absolutely necessary. Until next time, soli deo gloria. Mm-hmm.